boss. Blow it down, boiling boss. Killing catch me up in the moon boss. Call me a shooting star. Boy, DJ Barbecue, with another episode of BTC Uncut Live, powered by KBack.rocks, rock radio the way it should be. Also sponsored by Midwest All Pro Wrestling. Feel the excitement, and there ain't no laws when you're drinking the claws. Our next guest is a very important guest. We have none other than one half of the presidential tag team of BTC. The Ayatollah of BTC Rolla, Joel. Joel, thanks for calling in. What's going on? Not much, man. I appreciate you calling in. I know you're a busy man. You're in Florida. You're in the entertainment capital of the world. What's new? Please tell the masses and the listeners and the viewers out there. Well, um, as you say, I am a busy man, and I... Very well, Em. Um, What most people don't know is that, uh, for the most part, I'm either working, doing things with my band, uh, doing work, because I do that a lot, and I also um, have projects that I'm working on, podcasts, and I try my free time as much as I can. It's a very difficult task, and I don't think that I've fully gotten it down 100%, but I think I have it down to a point where, you know, I'm juggling all this stuff and doing the best that I can doing it. Okay. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this show that we're going to have tonight. Well, you you did say that you have all those things on your plate, and yes, you like I said, you're a very busy man, and you confirmed that. Let's start with this, like we always do every show. What, when did you start liking professional wrestling, and what gave you that niche and that what stung you that kept with you all these years? Um, from what I can remember, when I started res- watching wrestling, it was uh, right around the Attitude Era. Um, I'm 30 years old, so that would put me, uh, 99, I was just turning, uh, 10, um, so I was like 9 or 10 years old when I first started watching wrestling, uh, I'm not like, you know, most people say, oh, I got into wrestling when I was like 5 or 6, and I was like, well, didn't really get in that early, but 9 or 10, that's still pretty early, and what I can remember when I was young, you know, when they had the action figures with the Titantron and you scanned their foot on a little device and it played their entrance music. I had the ring, I had the Hell in the Cell, the tables, the chairs, the, all the weapons. I had probably about 50 different wrestlers, action figures, and 
house and um, stay the night, and we would uh, set up the ring and play wrestling and do make matches and make little, you know, uh, what do they call them, like stop motion videos, like where you take, uh, make it look like it's, you know, moving, but it's like a set of pictures, we would do that, and then I remember growing up watching and whatnot and taping the pay-per-views on VHS, and uh, back when the days were a little bit simpler, when there was less technology, and uh, not necessarily saying that technology is not a good thing, but back when it was, you know, the good old days where you didn't really have uh, all thing, all these things going on at once, and you could focus more on things, and I think that's really where uh, I felt uh, like I, I had the most passion for wrestling was back then. Not only was it, in my opinion, the best time for wrestling, but you had more time to focus on it, and uh, that's, uh, that's pretty much my coming into wrestling story. Okay, so you, you, you started a little bit late than a lot of individuals, uh, but not, that's not you know, often that you have individuals start at that time. Um, you go through the process of what made you start thinking about uh, basically doing a group uh, that had to do with professional wrestling. You said that it was the best time of professional wrestling at that time back in the 90s, in the late uh, late 90s, early 2000s. What gave you the idea or influenced you to start doing a group? Well, um, me and Vince were mention any names because I'm not trying to put anybody over. Um, but um, we were, you know, it was fun. It was basically the same concept. A bunch of other people posting stuff and reacting to it and commenting on it and live threads and all this kind of stuff. So, so our group was nothing really new. But um, Vince ended up getting kicked out of the group. Uh, for some controversial things, I guess, and because see, but I guess that people they were uh, very crucial to what and it was a meme about Nia Jax, I believe, and somebody didn't like it, so they just kind of booed him, which to me was kind of dumb, but it wasn't up to me. I wasn't an admin of that group, so. Um, you know, it happened. I kind of like a light bulb went off in my head, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start up this group, and it's going to be a parody of that group that kicked us out. So it was literally the same name, but with like I wanted to call it the SpongeBob font because everybody knows what I'm talking about when I'm doing it. It's like the little meme where SpongeBob has his hands on his sides, and he's, like, making that face, like, the dirt face, like, making fun of it, and, uh, it was basically a, a just, like, a, a stab at that group to be, like, you know, you, we were not really affected by it, and it wasn't really meant to be serious at first, but then we noticed, like, people started joining the group, um, excuse my dogs, they're uh, really loud, but um, people started to notice the group and started to join it, and uh, 
I um, I was like realizing this, and I told uh, Vince actually came to me and he was like, you know, I think that we should change the name. Um, and I was like, yeah, I think so too. And, and I agreed with him on that, and things started to get a little bit more serious. So we put out a poll um, that, you know, what can we call this group? And it uh, ended up being between a few different things. And uh, I actually came up with a name uh, behind the curtain. It was one of my ideas as one of the options for what it could be. And um, we had a poll, and everybody that was in that group at the time voted on it. And that was. Hold on. Uh, Molly! My dogs are getting blood into the room. Daddy, I thought I was sleeping on the couch and they're talking to me crazy. Sorry about that. No, that's okay. Um, Just uh, to let the listeners and viewers know, that's the princess of the palace. Yeah, and Joel's Princess of the Palace. And uh, my dogs, featuring my dogs. So I have now three dogs in the room with me that are quiet. So, But yeah, we took the poll. We voted on it. It ended up being behind the curtain. And that's essentially how the group got its name. And from there, a little bit serious and started gaining some momentum. So that's the upcoming of... So what what would be the process of when you started? What was your also your like main goal of starting this group? Uh, I would say after that we started to gain momentum and get serious about it. Um, me and Vince were like, you know, we want this to be a group that's going to be better than what we were experiencing in the other group and. Um, he kind of, I want to say, took over that ship of, you know, inviting people and getting more people into the group. And I'll give him that credit. He did more of the legwork than I did, as far as that goes. Um, I'll probably just take the credit for being the mastermind of coming up with the group itself. But at the same time, I can't take credit for getting the group off the ground as much as Vince did. Um, so, but yeah, that was, it was a little bit of both. And uh, I would like to think that with our two minds together and the, the people that were in the group at that part, which are still some, and, and, and you can make a post and, Say like who was in the original 300, and and uh, though you can get some people that are still in the group from that, and just watch the group blossom. But I mean, I was watching this happen, and it was like so rapid. It was a crazy thing. Um, uh, New Year's Eve, going into New Year's, we had such an, a crazy amount of people joining the group at once. It was ridiculous. I think we went from like Five, uh, almost in 24 hours. It was, it was crazy. And like, it's gotten to pretty, uh, I think we're at like 7.4K or something like that, close to it. But, um, I, like, every 
I look and I see it growing, and I know Vince feels the way that you know is in the group feels the same way. It's just a, a humbling thing. Like I never expected it to be something like this, and you know, any it it would it would be just like somebody coming up with a restaurant or something, and restaurant is really good business, and it's like. I started this thing from the ground up, and I'm watching it blossom and grow, and it's just a really humbling experience. Um, and uh, I'm sure as uh, you're you're a part of the group, you've seen the blossoming and the, and the upbringing. I'm sure you see that as well. Yeah. Um. So let's go on another spectrum. We we kind of jump from from you as a a a teen that like pro wrestling up to. You know, you're getting towards your early, you know, uh, early 20s, late late teens, um, and then you get into your your mid 20s with BTC, and then this is this platform is built and, and it's set in a base. Now, also speaking of base, you also do something else on the other side that a lot of members may not know, and a lot of viewers and listeners may not know as well. What is that other side project, or you could say mainly it's your main project that you do as well. Are you talking about my band? Yeah. Or are you talk? Okay. Uh, um, I actually do play bass in a band called Unfairly Barely Us. Unfairly intended in that, that comment that I just made too, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in a band called Bear Within Us. No pun intended on the bear. I am not called Bear. Is, is this, is this uh, a spoiler alert? Breaking news? This is not. This is not. Okay. We are not affiliated with Cobra Bear. Okay. Well, Coda Bear is one of the main, separate. one of the main, um, I, in a way, a sponsor. But he gives us uh, uh, another side of BTCWrestling.com to get this uh, foot in the door to get this started. Um, Coda Bear Club at the Coda I Radio Network. So I thought maybe you were actually telling me that you were you were the one that started. So that that's my fault. Uh, go ahead, tell us about your band. Yeah, nothing, nothing against Coda Bear. I like Coda Bear. He's cool, but we. Uh, I, I don't know who he is, and it's probably better that way. We just keep things separate, and he's a cool guy, and we're a cool band, and we're both bear-related. But Well, I, I yeah. know when I met him, he was wearing black suspenders and a red dress shirt, but that's for another time and another story. That's not correct. Don't do that to me. <laughs> um, uh, we like to rip each but, other on in, in btcwrestling.com so yes we do <laughs> and, and, and as you can see if that's the photo that's up right now um, for the Facebook viewers um, the no meme the, the Joel doesn't does not approve uh, that meme is a thing now I guess and that was a banned photo that was taken as one of my solo portraits when we were taking band photos. And it just, I guess, somebody, Chris Cage, wanted to make a meme out of me, and he posted it. And I'm like, I guess I'm a meme now. And then it just, like, started blowing up, and now everybody is freaking using me as a meme. Celebrity status. So, celebrity status. Celebrity status. The reason why I actually, you know, mentioned about your shirt and, and the suspenders is you're right, that it, it's – become a meme within the BTC community and some of them outside, if you haven't noticed on your personal pages, uh, but go in detail of how long you've been in this band. Where did this come from? Uh, if I remember right, I think you got 
five members in the group, maybe four. I could be wrong. Um, I'm just going off memory. Uh, but you, you yeah. know, give us details and those viewers and listeners about this because this is pretty interesting. Okay. Um, I've been in the band probably close to two years now, uh, if I had to say at least a year and a half. Um, and we've been through some member changes. Uh, we Since I've been in the band, um, I replaced a bassist that had to move out of the state. And then once I joined, uh, one of the guitarists left, and we replaced the guitarist. And then we had the drummer leave, and we just recently replaced the drummer. And now we're just getting back into starting playing shows, and we have a show next Saturday in Lakeland, Florida. And uh, it will be our first show back in a while, quite some time. I think it's been at least... Um, four or five months since we played the show. But we have a full lineup. There's five members. It's a, a singer, two guitar players, me on bass, and we have a drummer. Um, we're based out of the Tampa floor. Hard rock band. Um, I've heard from many people that we have a sound that sounds like a mix, and I don't know where this came from, but of Godsmack and Food so this really, I can't hear it, but that's what I'm hearing from the fans, and we're getting a good reaction. We do have music up on for anybody wondering. Um, just search. Uh, the song that's up right now is called Baker, and if you search Bear Within Us Baker, you'll find it. Um, so if you like hard rock, go ahead and check it out. Right on, right on. Um what are some of the recent events that kind of is similar to like, you know, dealing with a, a group and being that, that executive like individual to put it together compared to the time that you have to, you know, uh, channel and uh, remember the notes and practice in the band. Is it, is it kind of the same thing where you have to have a repeated process to keep understanding um, because I know from being in the group myself um, yeah. and and asking questions of, of from you two, um, the process is kind of strenuous. It, it, it's uh, you have a lot of things that you have to look up, a lot of rules you have to understand, a lot of things you have to remember. Is it is it easier to do that or is it easier for you uh, musically to remember all these uh, lyrics and the notes and stuff like that? Um. I would definitely say that the music is easier, but it's just uh, it's because I've been I've been playing music so long. I started playing in a band when I was nineteen. Oh, cool! So um, and I've been playing bass and guitar since I was around eighteen. I really picked up a guitar. I was like about to graduate high school. I was in my senior year when I started playing guitar, and then I moved over to the base, and uh, I uh, I would just say from just personal uh, experience, like, how long I've been playing and, and how easy it is for me to learn a song or not necessarily write a song, but I will come up with some riffs and I'll throw, I'll throw them at the band and if they like it, it kind of sticks and 
our newest song we just wrote is made up of some of my riffs and then I just gave it over to the guitarist and he threw some riffs on it and kind of messed it up and it's kind of how the writing process goes when you're in a band like I, I know some other bands like come up with stuff differently like some sometimes we'll just jam and see what comes out I've done that before I've come up with riffs and thrown them at the band and they've come up with riffs and thrown them in and kind of made the song together or sometimes it'll just be like I made this whole song what do you guys think and then the whole song works and so it's a song it's it's really just like um you know different aspects of how a song can be written but is if, if you have musicians in a band that um have been doing it for a decent amount of time you don't understand like it just comes naturally like I learned the stuff that they, when I came into the band, they had already written music, so I had to learn all their stuff, and I only had about a month to learn everything before we played the show, so I came in and I learned their whole lineup for the show and played the show within a month, and I mean, that, it just, it depends on the person, I guess, but, like, I just... I really, uh, to, at this stage of my musicianship, just found it easier as far as that, as opposed to getting the stuff done in the group, because I have a million things going on. You know, most of the time when the stuff's going off in the group, I'm at work, and I work really long days, like, you know, uh, 11 to 13-hour days at work, uh, Monday through Thursday right now, and everything's going crazy over there, and I try to keep up with it, but I really can't. That's why you'll see, like, sometimes I'll comment or like something throughout the day, but it's really not that much right. to try to focus on my work. Right. Uh, uh, one, as far as those two music. One main reason why I, I uh, for the viewers and listeners, I brought Joel on here, uh, not just because I respect him and not just because he's, the, the like I said, the, the one half of the presidential tag team of BTC, uh, which I'd like to say, um, and the and the meme king. Uh, officially got the title with all these uh, Joel cross arms. Um, it's because there's a really um, interesting connection, and I use that term to kind of like pun this a little bit. That if you remember wrestling way back in the day, there used to be this rock and roll and wrestling connection. That's how wrestling really went mainstream. It was uh, Cindy Lauper and all that. So basically, Joel's in that same type of blueprint, that same type of pattern. Um, what are some of the other things that you seem to do in your regular day life that's similar to what you do and, and that you like with professional wrestling? Um, well, when I have free time, I like to, to do things wrestling related. Um, I, I would, I would have to say like, I try to have a healthy balance between the group, the band, wrestling, um, and, you know, the podcast and anything else I can squeeze some time for, like, I have to have a social life or I'll go crazy. Right. So I try to get that in there too. But, um, uh, I would say like, right. Um, like I have a list of importance or it would be like the group, the band and the podcast are on the same level for me as far as importance. Like, and then, like, everything else, like, the social life and, and, you know, interacting and all that kind of stuff, that would be on the next level. And then it just trickles down from there. 
So on this level that we're talking about right now with the band and the group, I do have a podcast. Um, I won't get too much into it, but it's called the Brink of Sanity Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm sure that there's a few of you in the group that As well as the that we're on right now, um, on uh, all platforms. Go ahead and repeat and that a little bit it. there. You kind of cut out a little bit because you're you're actually at home and we're via uh, on the the telephone. Um, they heard that you had a, a podcast uh, that you're doing. Okay. Um, just kind of repeat that real quick. Okay, the podcast is called Brink of Sanity Pro Wrestling Podcast. It's uh, it's it's up on um, on Spotify. I know that. Did you lose me again? I keep hearing the beep loops. Yeah, you kind of lose again. Um, um, that's really weird because I'm on Wi-Fi. So, uh, but uh, I don't know what cut out. So I'll say it again. We're on. Apple Podcast, Spotify, Podcast One. Uh, just search Brink of Sanity Pro Wrestling Podcast. You can find us. Um, I'm sure that some of you in the group have heard it. Uh, if you haven't, check it out. If you like Pro Wrestling Podcasts, check this one out that we're on right now. If you haven't, I mean, if this is the first episode that you're listening to right now with DJ Barbecue, I suggest you start listening your way back. And check out the older episodes that we got up too. So uh, uh, I know that DJ uh, Barbecue's got some good stuff for you here, and he's got some good stuff coming up in the future. Just the same as uh, Brink of Sanity. And we like to, uh, you know, we're all friends here. So if you like one, if you like both, listen to them both, support both, rate, review, subscribe, and show some love to uh, to the things you like. Right, DJ? Right. Right, and uh, there's a lot of uh, familiarities other than the fact that you can kind of say that uh, Joel and and the other half of the presidential tag team of BTC uh, is kind of like my boss. But um, we're all a team. We're all a family here. They actually, in in the city that I live in, which is in in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, uh, they actually sponsored one of the professional wrestling uh, promotions, independent ones that actually sponsored this uh, show. So... Um, they do a lot, uh, for professional wrestling. Um, it's not like your, your everyday, um, you know, radio cast or podcast. They actually do a lot for, for wrestling. So go ahead and check them out. Um, I also want to get to the fact that with you, um, doing music, uh, which is similar to, like I said, the rock and uh, wrestling connection. Um, what's easier uh, doing promos every once in a while because we always have fun like that in the group, or writing music because um, you're you're kind of the example of what kids that want to try new things. Uh, and when you get to a certain age, you kind of have to be that that uh, that uh, kind of that figure to show that don't be afraid to you know take risks. W- what do you have advice? And also, what would what's easier, uh, writing promos or writing music? Um, well, I, I try to write promos, so there's that, but usually, I mean, you've seen some of them, um, I, I, I'll go ahead and break kayfabe right now, I have an alter ego, uh, character that 
I may or may not play called Lou Sass. Um, it's a referee. And whenever that shirt is on, the ref shirt, that referee comes out and he's a, he's a, a referee that, you know, has a little bit of character to him and he can start cutting promos. Um, probably better than I can. But, uh, as far as cutting promos or writing promos, um, I would I would still have to say the musical side is probably easier to to come up with music because um, not only do I I write music for the band or write riffs or whatever I do have like I'll I'll sit and write you know my own music I also have like other projects that I'm working on in the in the background like um, Chris Cage or, or uh, some people call him Dub uh, on my grind he's a, a rapper slash R&B artist and he uh he came up with uh, the BTC anthem if you if any of you have heard it and me and him have been working on some stuff and he has a song that he's going to be releasing here shortly that I back him up on on acoustic guitar and and the uh, harmonizing vocals and he he wants to start working doing a little bit of stuff with me so he might even be having something like that coming up we might be writing some more music for the group. Who knows? But um, as far as that goes, yeah, I'll have to s stick with uh, music. is definitely easier to write than promos. Right on. Right on. Um, I guess the other thing is, is if you have any events coming up, like you said, the Lakeland uh, concert in Lakeland, Florida, uh, and anything else that you'd want, you go ahead and, and plug right now. Um. I guess uh, if if you guys want, uh, I I think the Brink of Sanity Pro Wrestling podcast drops every other Friday, and it just dropped last Friday, so we'll have a new one coming up next Friday. Um, we're always open to uh, having uh, guests, uh, you know, fantasy book. Uh, you know, we're trying to have a promotion where we have like people donate, and if if a certain, you know, we'll do a drawing for. Um, Whoever donates five dollars gets put in the drawing, and uh, can become a fantasy booker on the show. Just try to make it a little bit more fun, have it spiced up, enticing, and uh, get some people's views on professional wrestling and who they'd like to see booked. Uh, there's always that. Um, got some stuff on YouTube with that as far as that goes, and then with the band, uh, we got some shows. If you're ever interested and you're in the Florida, Tampa, Florida area to coming out some shows, uh, I'll have it on my personal Facebook. I'll always post the, the upcoming shows. I shared one actually just recently. Um, we're recording this at night on Saturday, but I shared one just recently uh, tonight, and it's up there on my personal Facebook if you want to find me. Um, you know, I'm guessing you'll put the, put the details of that in the description Charles, right for my yep. Facebook. Yep. And uh, and and you can find me there. Anything related to the band? My band is Bear Within Us. Uh, that's Bear as in the animal, and Within Us. Um, you can search us on Facebook. Go ahead and give us a like if you like what you hear. There's that. Um, BTC. Obviously, we're on the BTC uh, platform here for the podcast uh, that we're on right now, but. You know, if you're not a member and you're just listening to this out of the blue, there's btcwrestling.com. 
uh, go ahead and go there. You can just search BTC uh, behind the curtain on on Facebook and uh, go join the group. One of the best wrestling groups on uh, Facebook. I'm sure DJ Barbecue would agree with that. And uh, uh, anything else that you have, DJ, um, before we uh, close out the show? No, I think you said it about all. Remember, everybody, uh, check him out on his podcast, Brick of Sanity uh, Pro Wrestling. Uh, go definitely, if you're a fan of professional wrestling, go to the best podcast uh, that you that you would like to listen to. Also, if you like professional wrestling and you want a group that you can talk, rib each other, go to btcwrestling.com or go to Facebook. Type in the search bar behind the curtain, BTC. You'll find everybody's favorite one half of the presidential tag team, the meme king, Joel. Mr. Cross Arms is like we like to call him. Uh, for myself, DJ Barbecue, and Joel, I hope everybody has a great night. And peace. When I got them breast implants, I said I'm moving too fast. Didn't even get a glance. I'm ready to eat up track like I'm seated in a restaurant. Yeah. If you had swag like mine, you know it's best to flaunt. Yeah.